0: are you there?
1: Anna, I'm here. Leon Brophy, are you there?
0: Okay, yeah, Leon Brophy's here.
1: Well, I felt like I had to say something back to get our full names
0: out. I, I think they know who we are. Oh, okay, fine. Said. I don't think okay. they need to find us in the phone book. <laughs> I don't know, this might be people's first one. We never but, know. And you think they need all, all six of our names?
1: Yeah, we have not got all of them. Pick a name, we've got it. It's fine.
0: But I mean, really,
1: in truth, yes, I am here. And I am ready. So ready.
0: She's so here.
1: Welcome to Still Legit. This is the podcast (laughs) where Anna and I revisit gems of nostalgic joy that are books, that are films, that are things, that are ideas, everything. And we hold it up in today's light and ask, is that Still Legit?
0: Yeah, we've done a lot of books. If you're just joining us, we've done a lot. Of books, right? <laughs> we've I done. I stop ones. saying books? <laughs> <Should> <laughs> we've I done some saying big ones. <laughs> Listen, we're really busy at the moment. We don't have time to read a book.
1: Listen, I'm sure a screenplay counts as an uncovered yeah. book. All right, I'll probably stop saying books because it's a really good point.
0: No, we might we might do some books at some point. Mm
1: well I mean we did say we're going to do TV programs and films and we have done quite a few films recently and I'm really I know this is another film that we've done this time but it it felt to me so different
0: yeah in, it
1: was in terms of yeah in terms of things that aren't legit but are very cleverly done in the film we should just tell them what it is
0: we're doing Private Benjamin the Goldie Horn film from 1980 so it's not technically is it 1980 1980
1: yes wow is that the earliest is that the earliest one we've done
0: um i believe so mm, yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah. didn't yeah
1: god i never look at the year yeah it's
0: 1980 which is curious because they reference the 80s quite a lot in the film but okay sure um <laughs> i like you, you're starting out guys what are you doing <laughs> you don't know <laughs> you don't know but you're also right on the money, so well done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Private Benjamin, a premonition to the 80s.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, the film is such a joy, can't wait to get into it. Shall we do a real quick synopsis?
1: Yeah, I'm going to let you do this one. And P.S., I didn't remember any of the film.
0: Okay, well, I, turns out, I mean, I'm a massive Goldie Horn fan. Even bigger oh, one now. That's amazing. But I um I hadn't actually seen this. I'm so glad that I've seen it now. And to think, and to
1: think, we were going to do overboard instead.
0: Uh, never instead. Just you know, as well as
1: <laughs> we. Well oh, as. by the way, if you're just joining us now, we only do Goldie Hawn
0: films. Welcome to Still Legit, the Goldie Hawn Appreciation Show, where <laughs> yeah. we'll be watching every one of her films, uh, beginning to end. <laughs> but I do recommend this particularly if you're at all inclined. ...to watch this film, pause the podcast, go watch it, come back and join us for the conversation... ...because it is a joy, start to finish a joy. So Private Benjamin opens with uh, Judy Benjamin, Goldiehorn, ...and she is, it's her wedding day, her wedding night... ...and her very randy husband... Um uh, which turns out to be her second husband, um dies mid coitus on a classy top of way her of saying it in the bathroom, best rid of him to be honest anyway she <laughs> <laughs> and it and we we sort of find out about her that she's kind of lived this very coddled life as this girl toy um and in a fit of pique, she joins the army, and it's not at all how she was sold, the army which was essentially club med, and uh, (laughs) it's kind of the making of her. But that isn't the whole of the story. Like, we then see her get sort of double-crossed by one of her commanding officers, and she falls for another guy, only for him to kind of subjugate her again into that beautiful blonde Barbie role. And in the end, she walks away from it all. She's like, no, I'm not going to be a wife. I don't know what... Just a wife
1: what you do is su- that was such a lovely synopsis but I always get a bit annoyed if you tell the end yeah even no, though that's what you meant to do I'm always like no don't spoil <laughs> I know, it
0: I know it's why I said go away and watch it yeah
1: <laughs> we told you to pause it okay
0: yeah I know that's the end of the story
1: <laughs> but that was lovely and I think that's exactly
0: right oh it's a fucking brilliant film before we get into it let's check in you're right guys we saw each other last week for the first time in almost three months yeah
1: yeah it's been almost three months and bear in mind uh i am preggers and that is also Mm -hmm. a whole trimester so the last time i saw anna i was just starting to show we were actually filming something and i was just starting to show and yeah um it was now... like, food baby or real baby? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's still the case. But
0: <laughs> She's very dainty, actually. Her bump is very dainty. You've got such a neat incredible. bump. Yeah, you've got such a neat bump. You're not it's a huge anything. whale, is what that means. <laughs> I was expecting to you to be absolutely disgusting, but actually, you're very neat.
1: But we had a socially distanced swim together, which was oh! joyous.
0: Oh my god, it was so, so great.
1: And we wanted to capture just a bit of, well, just wanted to document the reunion. It's the longest we've been apart from each other since we've worked together, like by by months, by weeks, by, you know, it's yeah, just yeah. so long. I mean, and I don't want to ruin your, you're right, but I did accidentally, in preparation for the podcast, clear my sound card. <gasps>
0: Okay, and what the- you mean just to contextualize that we did a recording on the beach,
1: yeah. We oh, yeah, recorded I did a minute.
0: little bit of chat. <laughs> <laughs> we recorded a little bit of chat, um, for you guys because we were aware that you know, in the time we've been recording the podcast, apart from the pilot episode, which was recorded a year in the past, um, Bonkers. we've not been together. So it might be normal for you guys, but it's definitely not normal for, you know, we normally live, eat and breathe <laughs> each other. God, that sounds weird. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> we, spend, we spend most days with each other. And, and the, the file got deleted. But that's okay.
1: Yes, the file got deleted. That's right. Take that accountability out of it for me. Thank you. The
0: file accidentally got deleted love. when Emily deleted it. <laughs> I'm so it like, sorry. It's okay. Um, the swallows were flying. Just imagine this guy's there was like mm. a a beautiful soundscape of lapping water and distant birds tweeting, the rush of the wind, the sun was beating down.
1: Pregnant woman weeing in a lake.
0: Oh yeah. I mean that was probably just a lake of we know. <laughs> Everyone yeah. got in the water just, It was warm. Just a wee. And then we we got out and we were like, Oh oh the toilets are here and there open. So Yeah. Cool. But it's best not to, isn't it? In these times. I'd rather we yeah. in the lake. Yeah.
1: The lake was cold. I like? got that
0: like, tattooed on. Me? <laughs> <laughs> what better we in the lake? I'd rather we in the lake. <laughs> I've said it before and I'd say it again.
1: I think I'd rather have that tattooed on me than what I have got tattooed on me was it which is essentially the Greek word for builder. So
0: <laughs> Yeah tell the listeners. But that's for,
1: for another that time.
0: Tattoo. Okay, okay. We'll save it.
1: Yeah. But that I mean, that was me just apologising for that, but
0: did that I mean in, in terms of the check in Oh I mean what seeing you it's an absolute game changer, mate. Uh I don't know, I, do you know what, I always, I have these little moments of joy and then I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm going to tell Emily about that on the podcast, comes to it, I forget and I've forgotten, I've forgotten, so you know, we took a long weekend, um, I painted some garden furniture, I planted up my oh, allotment. I've seen a
1: picture, <laughs> it's absolutely divine,
0: oh it was so satisfying. Painting stuff is just satisfying, isn't it?
1: It is. I put some wallpaper up at the oh, weekend. The
0: wallpaper is so nice.
1: I know. It's I'm so just like, it. is this the driest chat? Because I love it. I want you to do this wallpaper. Oh, I don't ever care. want a wallpaper again.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not as fun as painting.
1: Oh, yeah, I'll never put any wallpaper. There's lining paper all over this house. It's staying up until till we move. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never taking wallpaper off again. someone emailed us today that we're working with and did say just taking a day in the week that isn't the weekend at the moment it feels quite important for your brain and so that long weekend really helped me just taking the day off either side of the weekend I know some people are in
0: very very different situations actually that is what we were saying in our little beach recording weren't we we were like Oh it turns out this is a game changer we're reporting from the front lines if you are in the position where you're working at the moment and you feel you know cuz everyone's like oh you're working from home you're not working from home you're working in the middle of a global pandemic so it's you need a bit of brain space
1: yeah exactly take that it. yeah
0: take it tell them, take. tell everyone's in the same situation so Tell whoever you're working for or with, I need to take some space and go and take like a full day away from... And if
1: you're in a situation where they won't let you do that, do call me and Anna and we will take it upon ourselves to destroy them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we will we will just absolutely... I remember what I wanted to say. I remember what I wanted to talk about. Go it on. wasn't a moment of joy. I'm so sorry. It wasn't a moment of joy. Oh. That's why that just got me there. It was actually a moment of incomprehensible rage because... just <laughs> There's, there's such a fine
1: line between them.
0: There's such a fine line. Um, oh, I'm going to have to just break the code a little bit to talk about this. I know we want to keep this corona-free, but Dominic Cummings can go fuck himself,
1: basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. But on...
0: I mean, he may have gone and fucked
1: himself by the time this goes out.
0: I hope so. I hope so. But, you know. So, yeah, I basically came across or or sort of updated myself on that news far too early in the morning. And that plus the, the news about, you know, that viral video of the woman trying to call the fucking police in Central Park on a bird watching man who's asked her to put her dog on the lead. And she's, in case you haven't seen it, it's just uh, a white woman, a white woman saying, uh, I'm I'm going to call the police and tell them an African-American man is, is threatening my life. Essentially trying to ruin this man's life for having asked her to follow the laws, the bylaws of the park. Um, and he filmed it and it went viral. And it just made me think of all those, you know, and just suddenly you get like this big wash of injustice. <laughs> I don't know. This is very cheery. Sorry about this. <laughs> but... Welcome to our comedy pocket. Hey, no, the question is, you're
1: right, so you can break the code and you can tell us. I'm sure people are sharing that rage as well. So I think it's absolutely fine. There was also a, a very accompanying that incident um, in the same within. 24 hours, a black man has been killed by a police officer again uh, in America. So rage is is high, and it should be. So I think, break the code, say it. We're going to get into Private Benjamin in a bit, so it's going to be very different.
0: Yeah, yeah. Listen, just, you know, check your privilege, know your racism. It's internalised, so you need to work But it's hard to
1: know where to put the rage, isn't it? We've only got our four walls. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. So
1: you need to do a, a hit class, Anna. Tricky. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. My hit class now. Uh, I've taken to one of them is like getting grabbing a pillow and slamming it onto the floor. Mm, yes, baby girl, that feels so good. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> slam it. Fuck you, pillow. <laughs> call police on me
1: <laughs> well i feel really uh i feel really fickle now because
0: no i don't want to bring that shit here but you know it it was just it just made me think like would you please uh just whoever wants to walk around and be like privilege what me racism T- doesn't exist no i Open think your it's... eyes and diversify your twitter feed
1: I think it's worse than that I think it's also people that go racism that's awful I hate mm-hmm. racist people I yes. stand for equality and then when they are threatened or when they well she wasn't even threatened but when she stands to lose an argument the first thing that came was racism and prejudice and status yes. and you know privilege just in one sentence
0: yeah and I think that's I think scarier yeah, exactly. Because and I have such a fear of that um people know the right things to say, you know, people I don't want to say I'd rather take an out and out bigot, but there are times when I'm like, okay, I know where I stand with that person. That person is outwardly openly racist. And then there's a person where I'm like, You put so much beautiful, like shiny polyfiller over your ingrained racism. That you think you're the most liberal-minded. I've got black friends, blah 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 person, and actually, you are a misogynist and a racist. Yeah, you're just really, really ask good yourself at keeping in that under wraps. in two
1: years. Say that again. Sorry.
0: You're just really good at keeping it under wraps. That's all I said. Yeah.
1: Ask yourself in two years, will anything you think still be legit? <laughs> because yeah, no,
0: you are not legit. And actually, one of the um articles I read about it, maybe the article that enraged me, was a quote from uh actually no it wasn't a journalist, but it was someone kind of a re- a relevant party is all I can say i think uh I think it's the person who compiles the thing called the Blacklist, which is all the um Hollywood films written by black uh writers and about black Lives that don't get made in Hollywood. So Mm. he compiles this list once a year. I think I'm attributing that to the right person. Anyway, said, um, how many times has Amy Cooper, because that's her name, how many times has Amy Cooper in her day-to-day life at work said, "This black person's not a team player. This person's not one of us." You know, it's that, it's those small microaggressions that you think that eventually, you know, can boil over into that. I'm calling the police because you're a black man asking me to to do as I'm... Essentially, she was angered by the fact that a black man who should be subordinate to her was asking her to follow the rules.
1: And, and filming it, she knew she was going to be shamed. And she was so het up by that that she literally looks at the camera and says, I'm going to assert my privilege. I can yeah. get you. I can ruin your life. Do you want me to it's ruin your
0: trump life? It's a trump card. And if you can't recognise that being white...
1: Anna, that's very (laughs) relevant.
0: (laughs) But if you can't recognise that being white is a trump card that you can always play over a person of colour, then you need to go and read some books. Go read some books. Listen, I've got privilege. Have yourself a little book. I've got privilege. You know, I'm an able-bodied, attractive woman. You know? There's loads of things I don't have to contend with. I'm, I'm, I accept that privilege. Mm-hmm. I'm very lucky. But there's plenty of other shit that I do have to deal with, and that means, you know, people who have to deal with that shit are better able to see it elsewhere. You know? Exactly. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway, let's fucking. I'm sorry. Where did this come from? I'm sorry. Hey, Just, it's
1: fine. You know. It's fine. Let me tell you why I feel fickle now, because my, are you alright, is literally moaning about a squirrel digging up my garden.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, oh my god, I love the squirrel. I feel like you moved house and the squirrel came with you. Last year, (laughs) a squirrel stole your one tomato. (laughs)
1: Oh my God, I've got a picture of it. I came home and I my tomato plant had yielded no fruit except for one tomato that refused to ripen. And I came home and a squirrel had the tomato in its mouth and it had to decide whether to drop the tomato and run to safety. But it obviously knew I was a pushover and just waddled off sticking its middle fucking claw up at me. Anyway, <laughs> a squirrel has dug up. Three of my plants and stolen. Uh, uh, and when I went to the back door, it was uh, it was stealing my radishes. Do squirrels even eat
0: radishes? I don't know. I would have thought they'd be too spicy. Also, are there not enough like? You think there's enough scraps? The next door neighbours. The next
1: door neighbours have got birdseed. Go and nick that, you piece of shit. <laughs> and a few podcasts ago, I moaned because I thought my neighbours were chucking cigarette butts into my garden. Now I'm like shit. It might have been the squirrel.
0: It's a real really badly. the squirrel.
1: It's a massive fuck you from the squirrel. I'm getting pissed off because the local cats won't come anywhere near me. <laughs> oh, God. I just feel really unwelcome here.
0: Wait, 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 wait. wait. Why don't the cats want to come near you?
1: I've got what John calls the Nawa, natural affinity with animals.
0: With animals? I've heard <laughs> yeah. of Nawa before. Yeah, the Nawa. Cats,
1: dogs, squirrels, whatever. A squirrel has taken a nut from my hand, Anna. In a park. Where they might fear people. But the cats around here, maybe it's Croydon. Where people
0: feed them nuts and they know what the crack is. And they're like, yeah, these idiots feed us. Shh, don't sass me. Don't sass me, I'm sad. I'm sorry, the Croydon cats you're saying about Croydon cats.
1: The quiet cats won't come near me, okay? And I know you shouldn't really be petting other people's cats now anyway because corona and all that, trying to keep pets away. But there's literally no interest in me. And I'm being ignored. <laughs> they ignore me.
0: That's not good. I was hoping to make friends it. with
1: one and then the squirrels would
0: fuck off. Because you used to have a cat that came to your house.
1: Kathy McConaughey. Kathy
0: McConaughey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we never
1: fed Kathy house. McConaughey.
0: Don't feed other people's cats, yo. No,
1: I'm really against it. But Cathy McConaughey used to come and visit and have a cuddle and then get on his or her merry way. We never had the kind of relationship where I could double check the gender.
0: <laughs> and now um, all the Coiden cats are trying to jib you off. That's so sad. It's not going to help like the, jibbing me the, off. the other day I went on a walk and I walked past this house and I was... Cause there's not much in the way of walking around here, so I was walking past, just sort of looking at people's front gardens, being like, "Oh, that's a nice flower, or whatever." And I looked up this like garden path. There was the fluffiest cat sitting on the door, um, <laughs> the doorstep, and I was like, oh, "Fluffiest cat." And then I turned back to the pavement and suddenly it was in front of me. And I was like, whoa, how did that happen? And then I turned back to look at the cat on the doorstep. And it wasn't, it was just like it's double, like it's twin. And the cat on the doorstep was then running towards me. And I got just bookended by two of the fluffiest cats I have ever seen in my life. They were just, they were loving me up. They were rolling all over the place. They were giving me belly, belly. They were, like, rubbing... Oh, it was a dream. I'm sorry, you look really sad. I'm sorry. Well, I would
1: like to say about that, go fuck yourself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Love the film so much. It's gone right up to the top of my list of...
1: Yeah, it was a really surprising, most favourite one that we have talked about or even watched for the podcast and it really did, I knew I liked Goldie Horn when the film started and looking at the blurb of what the film is, I'm like, oh, here we go, let's see these problems, whereas actually, bearing in mind when it was made as well, just go and watch it, everyone, just watch it, have a lovely time.
0: So it, uh, the film opens with this um, with this kind of lithograph screen saying something like, when when Judy Benjamin was uh, a child, she confided to her best friend, all I want in life is a walk-in closet, a rich husband and a maid. T- today, Judy's dream comes true. And I was like, Wow. Here we go. Here we go. Okay but then now. but
1: then instantly it goes to the wedding, which looks loads of fun. Everybody's really so endearing, likable. Her husband. And do you know what? I wrote down in my notes straight away. Well, actually, for when because I didn't actually realise it was nineteen eighty, some people want to be housewives, and that is absolutely fine absolutely. as well. And actually these people look really nice.
0: And then about five minutes in, I went, Oh. He's a dick. Yeah. yeah, so the husband is, uh, I mean, <laughs> he's like um, a ruthless and sexually rampant Jewish lawyer.
1: Is he a divorce? So, I think he's a divorce lawyer
0: as well. A divorce lawyer, yeah. He's negotiating someone's divorce, isn't he? Yeah. At their wedding. On their wedding day. My God. And no, but it really shows her being like, he leaves the wedding You know, he has to go and talk to somebody and then another phone call and this and that. She's always like, oh, honey, could you not? And then, you know, he gets her to come outside under some pretense, get in the back of the limo and suck him off. Which was
1: such a shock because he's saying, I've got a headache. And I think, oh, because we know her husband dies on a wedding night. It's in the blurb. It's not a spoiler. I'm like, oh, it's a headache. He's got a headache. And he says, no, it's not that kind of headache. And I'm like, oh, he's making her leave her own wedding. And then she goes down on him. And
0: I was like, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted a BJ. And so that happens again on there later on. In, go on.
1: Well, just just back to the before we leave the wedding... We it gets set up because her relationship with her father as well oh my god is very submissive and very so i've got something well i've got so much love to give you now move out of the way i'm watching football oh, it's he's, so he's, subtle
0: uh, it so clearly relates to her and it's being illustrated to us just he relates to her as uh, an item that belongs to him so they're all smiles, all love and laughter, and they give them this big like wedding check, um, like a wedding present that the, the parents give the newlyweds. And as soon as the husband moves out of frame, and she's like, oh, so daddy, and he's, like, he's gone. Yeah, no. pass me a
1: cigarette, not listening at all, watching the Get football. Get me a match. Yeah. But she's happy. And I think she's been happy being someone's item for a very long time.
0: Well, I would say not happy. Yeah, she she's she's existing within her framework. You know, she's yeah. she's like a waspy. Um, well, no, she's not. She's Jewish, but she's like upper class. You know, I'm gonna go to the golf club and upholster some furniture and <laughs> marry a lawyer, and that's the path set out before her.
1: But at the wedding as well, before, so I do want to, don't want to keep taking away from what comes next. So don't forget that point. But also we see this really like absolutely gorgeous, fun, fun wedding with all these tiny hints of who these people really are. And then there's this one scene, a tiny scene where she's commenting on a wedding gift going, Mr. Waxman, I wanted mushroom. Mr. Waxman. And it's, that is the only hint that she's a bit of a, like a bit of a prick. Yeah. That um, we get. She doesn't overplay being the girl who wanted that thing. So it doesn't feel like it's being judged, those wants.
0: Well, this is the great thing, I think, about Goldie Horn. She's so good. She's so good. Is that she, she has, you know, sometimes I like to be like, anyone could be an actor, like all shapes and sizes. And you look at someone like Goldie Horn, you're like, oh, great. You, you've got that face, have you? That's your face. That's your actual face. She's got, she's got giant blue eyes and she's very beautiful. But when she smiles, she looks so goofy. Yeah. She's got like a, like a goofy, like toothy smile. That's very know who it reminded
1: me of Dawn French.
0: Yes. She's oh my got God, the yeah. same
1: smile as Dawn French.
0: Yeah. Where the, the bottom lip pulls down in the corners. Yeah. And exposes quite a lot of her bottom teeth. It's kind yeah. of like quite grinny. Yeah, that's a really good shout, Yeah, it just had she does
1: French in it. Yeah, another and comic. So she hero. doesn't
0: ever. Yeah, and she doesn't ever look like she's um, she's shy. She's trying to be beautiful. She really is just like just
1: happens to be fit.
0: It's it's never just like pouting for the sake of pouting. She's really goofy and no, fun. No, she doesn't. She doesn't try and do cute crying or she's dreamy. So it takes the edge off, and um, because if it was somebody like. Who am I thinking of?
1: Kira Knightley.
0: Um, oh my god, do you know what? When I said pouting, I was thinking of Kira Knightley. But yeah, the other person I was thinking of was, um, who's the one in Les Mis, Um Natalie Portman. Prada. No,
1: Anne Hathaway.
0: Anne Hathaway. If it was someone like Anne Hathaway, I'm always like, oh, cheer up. <laughs> <laughs> but Kira Knightley, particularly. She does always seem to be looking for the angle,
1: playing vulnerable angle. rather than being like that. Character is so vulnerable. Yeah. And anyway, okay, so no shade.
0: You know, she's not my cup of tea. Yeah, shade. I mean, I don't like her. But <laughs> <That> <laughs> what such I, a quick change. Say? I mean, I'm just I can't be everything. Hey, to no everyone. shade. We're
1: here for women. Shade, I hate you.
0: I don't. It's not that I hate her. I'm sure she's lovely. Um, she. I don't like her acting style at all. That's okay. Boring. So, skip oh, to... Oh, I feel like such a feminist traitor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: skip to the wedding night. Okay. so Yeah,
0: where he comes in, where the husband comes in, he's on the phone negotiating a divorce which is like, get a clue mate. And he comes in and he basically I mean I don't want to say rapes her but he's very He's not taking no for an answer, um, where he's like, he wants to have sex immediately with her on the bathroom floor, and she's like, it's our wedding night, babe, come on, can we just go to the bedroom? Oh, okay. Yeah, because she's so sort of docile in that way, he knows that, you know, he can cajole her into it, and they have incredibly, um, she's clearly not enjoying herself, and then he has a heart attack on top of her and dies Mm. um yeah Uh,
1: but what's so clever about that is that even at that point just with the tiny hints that are thrown in you're like that's the best thing for her (laughs) you know you want her already out of that relationship
0: right for when you said that's the best thing for her I definitely thought you meant Forcing her into sex—that's the best
1: thing. For no, no, that's exactly what I meant. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah, the kind no. of woman I am <laughs> in this year.
0: No, you're quite right. Nancy Myers. Um, there's a few writers on it, but Nancy Myers is one of them, and you can really feel that kind of that touch of just brushing the little characters. Oh, it's great. Just so good. So good. So good. So hang on, let me just see who's written. Yeah, Nancy Myers um, a couple of guys who gives a shit. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I do think that Private Benjamin could be called in in a kind of Shakespeare Twelfth Night, or you know what you will. Um, it's Private Benjamin or Menoprix.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but essentially, we already can see. Look, Judy is a she's a product of the patriarchy. She's in a golden cage, essentially, and she's dissatisfied, but she doesn't quite know why. She ends up being recruited into the army. She doesn't know what to do after her husband dies and she kind of um gets recruited. Now I want to ask you this, Emily. Have you ever considered joining the army?
1: I actually did consider joining the army and then I considered never thinking about that again. Um when I was probably about sixteen. The recruiters came to our school and sold it very well. I actually Googled our army recruiters allowed to lie to you you. did you yeah i also agree with that (laughs) but what's weird is the responses i got were from 2019 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the responses that came up you know nobody came back to me personally i didn't ask but all from 2019 (laughs) so it's a really it was obviously a really common thing and it still is you can be tricked into now obviously the club med everyone gets their own condo
0: yeah she sold this idea of you get your own room. You get these boats, like yachts. She's You're doing the Marina. job that you
1: want. It's all paid for. We're going to pay for it. It's not all
0: soldiers. and Yeah. And the biggest one is, um, and if you don't like it, you can quit. Which yeah. it turns out is not true. And I was like, do you want to be recruiting people that don't know they can quit? Like, yeah. Don't know they can't quit. Sorry. Um. Because otherwise you end up with private Benjamin who spoiler guys, she is very difficult to she's shit um, <laughs> she's shit yours. she's shit she's shit well, she's like a little she's like, um can I check into my room
1: <laughs> and
0: obviously hilarity with you. I think
1: I'm in the wrong place, I'm meant to be on the yacht
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and then you're introduced to her there's like three acts to the film, so in the second act you've got her grappling with army life but you get these amazing women around her Mm -hmm. and i was like this is so you know you have the whole barracks of women and you're like this is the precursor to orange is the new black to Glow, to this kind of female camaraderie that you just don't see and totally unsexual
1: again 1980 and the women surrounding her and it's again just not making these characters 2D there's a there's one who in any other film the geeky one or mm-hmm. the one that doesn't quite fit who now would be played by Rebel Wilson and be the, the clumsy, kind of overweight, like really playing the type, it is never referenced really in a derogatory <laughs> way. Even the girl who's the criminal, it's never really gone into, In nobody's made 2D, and I really like that.
0: So she's really, she's like, she hates the scenario, hates the army that is the reality of the army, and her parents come to get her. Basically, the... Oh she woman. looks like a little
1: lost ninja turtle.
0: I know, she's so She so reminded stinky. me of
1: us walking around Soho in the rain.
0: Yeah. <laughs> with our massive backpacks. T- she Yeah,
1: just sits there while people decide her life again.
0: Exactly. Um and so there is one character um who's this uh I can't remember she's Captain Captain Lewis. Captain Lewis, yeah. And so she's one of the um, sort of drill sergeants or drill captains. I don't know how it works. And I don't care. So don't <laughs> <at me. laughs>
1: Anyone from um, the army listening in, let us know. We yes. don't care.
0: Um, but she's called her parents to get rid of her, essentially, after making her scrub the toilet with her toothbrush. But-
1: which she carries on using, which is such a big character hole.
0: Also, also, it's like, oh, everybody had... Electric toothbrushes. I feel like I'm so behind, like, we never had a camcorder. I don't have any, like, kids, you know, nothing from when I was a kid. Because we didn't have a video camera. Same. And now I'm like, oh, you guys had electric toothbrushes six years before I was born. Where was my electric toothbrush? I should have been <laughs> brushing <laughs> I my still teeth don't have electrically one. <laughs> from day one. Ah, oh, I still don't have one. I'm still manual. Mate, what kind of mug game are you running?
1: Look at my gorgeous pearly whites, though.
0: Ding, ding. Do you do have. You do have fairly whites. But I remember the first time I used the electric toothbrush, I was like, I don't think my teeth have ever been this clean. And that worries me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm going to, before we move on anywhere to the war games, anywhere, I have to, because it just rings so loudly while we're talking about what we had then. We, uh, during this series of podcasts, have looked at films from the 80s, including Short Circuit 2. This was 1980. And I couldn't help thinking, I cannot wait to talk to Anna about the fashion.
0: Oh my God. Because it's it was brilliant. Amazing. Oh my God. She, she looks, looks incredible. incredible. Oh, guys, just watch this film. Like I would wear her any of those outfits right now. She's got this little, she's got her like black morning dress on, a little Louvre. Yeah, she does bear. wear
1: that for three days. I thought that was problematic. It seemed out of character.
0: She went straight from the recruiter's office. She didn't go straight from Philipsy. the recruiter's office
1: to the army. Come on.
0: She did. I mean, in the film she does.
1: No, because they say eight days. And she says on the radio, I've been hearing, oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> no, because she's been in the army a few days. Then her parents come and they go, eight days, we didn't know where you were. Not what well, it was eight days when she was calling in the radio, having a sob.
0: That's, uh, yeah, that is true, actually. Oh, sorry, mm. just juggled. That is true, actually. But then, does that mean... I mean she goes to the yeah. recruiters in that outfit and she then does. she gets off she gets off in that outfit. I don't think she would have
1: I mean it's a gorgeous outfit. She can do what she wants. She can do what she fucking wants.
0: <laughs> she's she's absolute dream. She Her wants to wear dream. the same outfit
1: for the whole film, she can. It's fine.
0: Everyone's everyone looks fantastic. Oh it's so good. I mean the hair at the end well we'll get there.
1: Well yeah. So well, War games.
0: Yeah, so the war games is a turning point. Where are they getting weed? They're sitting around the campfire smoking a doobie.
1: Yeah. At the army. It's a lovely scene, but I'm like, "Mm,
0: don't know. But they're talking about, they're talking about orgasms. Like, you know, she reveals that she hasn't had one. She's basically been faking. And that felt quite revolutionary. You know, that felt quite, because it was so not in the context of male titillation. It's the same, you see at one point her walking through um, a group shower scene and it's blinking, you miss it, but it feels completely unsexual.
1: Yeah. Yeah. None of it feels like
0: male gazy. That's really good. And then, yeah, there's the turning point.
1: uh, The turning point. Well, she does a very quick 180, doesn't she? When when her parents come to collect her and she decides, absolutely, no, I'm going to, i'm going to make my own decision here and i'm going to stay here and then she becomes the perfect soldier trying really really hard now this is the only problem i have really with the plot of the film is captain lewis's role
0: mm, thought she yes,
1: played it absolutely maniacally Wonderfully.
0: She's fantastic, isn't but she? But you've
1: yeah. got okay, this strong woman walks in as drill sergeant captain, we don't care. But she then gets a new colleague that she fawns over, which pissed me mm. off a bit because I was like, oh, it's kind of the first, you know, strong woman woman we see is a bit like, oh no, but you know, what are you doing Friday night kind of thing? Fine. Moving well, actually, on from that. He says that
0: to her. Oh, he says like, that so to
1: her. But she fawns, right?
0: The two of them the two of them are getting together, yeah. So
1: in the war games. The goody two-shoes, Private Winter.
0: Yeah, who's grass Judy up earlier on.
1: Grass Judy up. <laughs> she is caught. She's been taken prisoner of war. She's having sex with Captain Lewis's boyfriend. Right? She gets yeah, caught yeah, having yeah, sex with yeah. him. Captain Lewis takes... Oh, and then I didn't like that she was humiliated topless. I thought that was... Pretty harsh and kind of out of tone with the film. So what they do is, when they kind of win this war game, they say release the prisoners, and she's brought out topless. And I thought that's kind of e. Anyway, later on, Captain Lewis comes in drunk. It's a bit like
0: women vengeful women, kind of. Yeah,
1: Captain Lewis comes in drunk, and she absolutely tears into Private Benjamin, who has humiliated her by winning this war game. um, Kind of despite. Yeah, for their team, but in a kind of what she sees as a kind of under the hand, underhanded way.
0: Well, to be she fair, she has no it'd... problem
1: with Private Winter, who's just been caught shagging.
0: Well, the reason why is that Private Benjamin has shown her up, and she's now being transferred out of because yes. she's she's not done her job well enough. Essentially, yeah,
1: and I get that, but mm. I did think mm. that whole private with the the whole kind of side story with her, I think, is slightly weak. Oh, there's someone at my door. Yeah. Hang on. Just one sec. Sorry.
0: Okay. Oh my God, Anna. <laughs> yeah. Oh what God. did you get? What did you get? You got some sort of lovely treat. I've I got a some. treat. What is it? My
1: friend uh, just popped round and in my porch, because I've got a porch, left some brownies. chocolate brownies. Oh my God. Oh shit. My boyfriend's here hearing John. these. John. Uh, yeah.
0: John, there's no brownies. There's, there's no, no brownies, brownies for you, John.
1: Oh, he's gone. Well, I get the brownies. Did you not
0: even? Did you not even tell John that they were there?
1: I thought he was at work.
0: Oh, I see. I thought he was at work
1: <laughs> slash didn't care because I knew that this podcast was still running.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Oh no, no she's sorry. A right in front of me. Sorry. Right in front of me. Oh, I'm a piece of shit. Right I'm in front a of, of shit. Of ass. Oh, it's good. Oh no, shit! It's good. Yeah, I can see it. I can literally oh. see you eating it. Mm-mm. Oh right! Now she's now now it's. I
1: wouldn't sets. even be able to listen to this bit of the podcast because I hate hearing food in people's mouths. I'm going off, mic. Right, I'm off. I'm done. Where she's not though, I can hear it. Where
0: the f were we? Um. So Thornbirds. Now she ends up doing this skydive. It's a big deal. She's the first woman in this Thornbirds. Um whatever Section. Don't,
1: we don't care don't care
0: <laughs> <laughs> Army, army military thing, and um she's kind of the mentor um this big, this big guy, Mr thornbird he's like Mr. Mentor.
1: Army, essentially, and he's she's army, met his yeah. wife and he's a lovely guy, and he showed confidence in her. And really is, in our eyes and in her eyes, just this
0: great, someone who actually appreciates what her potential. Exactly. So after winning the war games, she's kind of, she's on the up and up, and she's doing really, really well. And when it comes to her doing her first real um, skydive, she's scared, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, uh, I can't... Uh.
1: Completely freaks. He,
0: she gets a complete, brilliant, Goldiehorn freak-out, and... He, He is like, you don't have to jump. You don't have to jump. Calm down. There are other ways you can serve. And essentially proceeds to attempt. Give him the brownie. Give him the brownie. (sighs) Can you close the door and just let me have this brownie all to myself? (laughs) (laughs) We're
1: running out. So, yeah, there are other ways you can serve.
0: There are other ways you can serve. And then go basically is about to rape her. In a aircraft that's, I don't know, like a Chinook? I don't know what they are. We don't I guess, care. I don't know. We don't care. You know, so the she, thing that G.I. Joe jumps out of. Fucking hell, guys. She skydives to avoid being raped. Yeah, but he is going to rape her. Yeah. Like he's, he's has her trapped in there. And he, he's, like, shucking off all of his para gear and stuff like that. And he's pushed her down. And he's doing that awful, like, yeah, you're up for this. You want it. You know and- you want it. Yeah. Because, you know, of course you know she wants it because she's a woman. Alive. How did you feel? So
1: there's that scene afterwards where he kind of... What's the word? Where she moves to a different post, where she's transferred yeah, to another he's post. Mo-
0: he's moving, he's getting rid of the problem. By he's getting rid
1: of the well. problem. He, you know, to be fair, at the start of the scene, the script kind of uh, is full. I was in the wrong. That was a big breach of conduct. But then, you know, he's a dick as well. I
0: mean, obviously he has to do that. She jumped out of a plane. <laughs> <talking about laughs> yeah. Him. So. But what did you feel about the way that that
1: was dealt with?
0: Well, if yeah, anything. I wanted to talk to you about that because... So she essentially makes it very clear that she's not happy about the situation, and he, she's like he's like, "Oh, I guess you don't want to be a thorn bird anymore." and she's like, "Yeah, sooner I can leave the better kind of thing. She's very sort of in control of herself um but it's hard it's hard to it's hard to contextualize, isn't it? It's like she uses what happened as a, as a bartering tool. yes, this is she exactly says what- i'm yeah, I'm gonna send you here, and she says, mm, I think you tried to rape me, so how about you send me where I want to go? And it really indicated the big difference between what feels like a win then and what feels like a win now.
1: So interesting, Anna, and I love you so very much because I'd written down in my notes, I just wrote down, wow, leverage, not justice.
0: Oh my God, she's 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 knocked it out of the park, whatever that means. I, I don't didn't care even
1: know words like that before I met Anna.
0: That <laughs> is so perfectly perfectly true. Oh, leave it to Emily to say in three words what I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ten minutes of the podcast.
1: She leverage, not justice. And so, still, the problem is not and solved. it is a win
0: in the film. Yeah. It's a win in the film. Mm-hmm. It's a win. Mm-hmm. He he gets what he wants, and she gets what she. And also, it's like, mate, you should be sending me to fucking wherever the hell I want. Like, you are lucky. And and I think that's one thing about the film. We're never really addressing what I think the reality of being a woman in the army was. No, and probably still is mm-hmm. to some greater and lesser extent. No. She jo- she joins an all-male battalion, or whatever it's called, with these paratroopers. Um she a, an all-male unit, and we see and at one point she's crossing just before this um jump she does where he tries to rake her. Yeah. She's kind of walking across the airfield looking like, oh, a cool drink of water. And <laughs> a proper snack. This- <laughs> yeah, she's a real snack. And I'm like okay, you're trying to tell me that that's going on. There's no one wolf whistling her. There's no one objectifying her. There's nobody of all these men walking around. Army men. I don't know. I don't have loads of army friends, so I don't want to generalize, but I've had friends that I've had to basically, I'm like, what happened to you? You joined the army and now I can't talk to you. You have, you know, the culture that is purposefully bred into you is abhorrent to me yeah now I also have got a friend like who was in the US Army and he's a babe um and but yeah, what it's, we, it's complicated
1: what we are seeing is not the story of sexism within the army which is definitely a real thing we're seeing very much her story and I love that she's not objectified or wolf whistled at or undermined because they save her bad treatment for the real big uh, key players in her life mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's really, really
1: true. That is true. It, yeah. Because she's treated really badly and she's so used to being treated that badly that actually it made sense for her to use it as leverage and not try and get justice.
0: But I don't think in the 80s, you don't think you would write that film. And obviously, like you say, it's got to move forward because we want to tell the rest of her story, right? Yeah. But I think in the 80s, or I guess it would be the 70s when it would be written, that is where the buck stops. She has been able to triumph over adversity in that scenario. She moves on. The idea of bringing him to justice, of speaking out so other women don't end up in the same position that she was, of outing him, none of that even comes up.
1: No. No. The power and the win is getting what you want out of this bad situation. And actually, I
0: get it. I really do get it because... Genuinely, it could have gone, there's so many, even now, so many scenarios and stories of of women being in that situation. And to save the guy's ass from getting besmirched or whatever, you know, besmirched, the truth coming out, she's fired, yeah. gone. It's not a negotiation, it is The she has the power.
1: It's the equivalent of the out-of-court settlement, Yes,
0: right? yes, 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 exactly. equivalent of
1: being paid off essentially yes and do you know what's mad what's weird is we haven't even touched on the last relationship the 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 third act
0: yeah Which is really.
1: Which comes in in the second act. So her leverage choice is to move to Paris to be near to a guy that she's met while she was on a night off of the army, a French gynecologist.
0: Who's the first guy who. Why is he a gynecologist? Oh, yeah. It's
1: so random. Hey, why not? As if they're like, how do we make women think that this guy's going to be a cool, sensitive guy? He's French. He's a gynecologist. gynecologist. He's French.
0: And actually, yeah. what is done so well, and listen um, I know that this plays somewhat on the French stereotypes, you know Hollywood French stereotypes, but this guy is like fab like it's really well done because at first, you're like this is exactly what she needs, like he is an amazing lover, she finally has an orgasm or two or three or whatever um and he's really. Um, he appears to to see her as an equal, yeah. And as it slowly goes on, you're getting actually this very Gallic kind of boff, um, boff. Yeah, you know, hyper masculinity that comes along with that.
1: Yeah, and they're all different a minute, kinds. Emily.
0: Sorry, I'm on the podcast. Um, actually, can I have a little bit? Thank you. Turns out. He had some chocolate. Oh is this because
1: I had a brownie? What have you got? Adam just said <gasps> chocolate. We found
0: some chocolate hiding in the in the cupboard. And I would have been annoyed if, um, him interrupting us, but I really want to. So alright, you're editing this one, yeah, so I'm a Eat
1: your chocolate, babe. So what's what's really interesting here is what happens with this man mm-hmm. is so different. We see such different levels of relationships. With the the Yale, her sub you know, the first husband well, the second husband, but the first that we see that dies the way he treats her is one way the second is with a father then the rapist essentially and then this guy but it's all different and what was great is i'm like oh no it's happening again we didn't even see this happening yeah no so she ends
0: up like her old enemy the Captain Lewis
1: kind of. She ends up quitting the army because uh, he is outed as a communist, but she's like, he's not a communist, it was a joke. Which is thing. So like, funny he he's like, oh, for a week yeah. for his girlfriend. Do you
0: remember when people gave a shit about that? <laughs> he's a member of yeah. the Communist Party, and you can't be. I mean, maybe they still do, but that felt very of its time. Yeah. And you don't see it coming. I thought she was going to take on her adversary and win, but instead she. Quits the army.
1: Falls back into her trap. Yeah.
0: And that's Quits the army for so love. And that's what's so great about... That's what's so great about the structure of the film. Because we don't have... Oh, I've had one stumble. And then it's just um, an upward trajectory of my graph line. It's... In real life, that is not how it happens. You keep falling into the same traps. Peaks and troughs. Peaks and troughs. The peaks and troughs. Traps that look...
1: We repeat behaviours. We don't just learn and never make the mistake again. And we
0: we adapt... Like, we think we've adapted in one area and it pops up in it. it's like whack-a-mole, you know? She's like, no, this do, guy do you... is different. And he he is different. He's very, very different. But as soon as he starts feeling ownership of her...
1: As soon as he starts shouting at the dog, Anna.
0: <clears throat> yes. Yeah, he does start shouting at the dog. And then she's like, oh...
1: That dog hated them both, by the way. It was a very bad actor. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah Max the dog. The dog hated them. But, um, but, yeah. The dog wets itself and then... he. She, he basically, like, has a has a sort of French flap until she kind of goes, I'll clear it up. And that's the beginning of the slippery slope where he... But
1: see how we see the cracks, though? We go, oh, she'll start hating him now. She'll start realising, but she doesn't. Mm-hmm. She's still... And that's what's so lovely, that we watch it and go... Oh, yeah, we see what's happening. But she doesn't, and that's in real life. You have those friends where they tell oh, you yeah, what's yeah. You happening, your flags it. go, yeah. and then they're with them for three more years.
0: I mean, you know? so in the run-up to the wedding, so they, they're going to get married again, there's a hundred red flags. He gets her to sign a prenup. It's all in French. She doesn't, but he's like, sign here, sign here, and all this He's stuff.
1: obviously still in love with this. Yeah. ex, her
0: picture's still it, up. It appears that she's he's been maybe having a romp with the very cute French mate.
1: But she's gaslit against yeah. that.
0: He gets her to dye her hair a colour that he likes. It looked
1: like Death Becomes death Her. Becomes her. <laughs>
0: yeah, it really did.
1: Yeah, it was like a precursor. How old
0: do you think Goldie Horn was in this film?
1: I don't know, but she does mention in the film though, oh, I do want to have a baby. I almost thought I was too old. She's 29. Yeah, well,
0: not even, she's 28 in the film.
1: But yeah, she's 28, between 28 and 29. She's actually 35. Um,
0: I don't know how old she was. In the yeah. film. God.
1: Hope for all of us, is not there?
0: Dreamy. She's dreamy.
1: So she walks away from him in the end. I was like, does she rejoin the army? Whoa, 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 whoa. Please I, tell I, me no, she no. fixes her hair. Just before,
0: just before we get...
1: You told him at the start.
0: No, I know. But before we go to right to the end, um, I was just going to say, there's loads and loads of those uh, red flags as we, as we go along. And she kind of knows, and I've been in the situation, and I've seen people barreling towards weddings and you know relationship goals buying houses dogs all that shit and they know yeah there's all these red flags coming up and they are aware of them and they're trying because they want it to be okay they want yes once we get married it'll be fine once you know it's just this it's just that she she doesn't like he sees his girlfriend in the street his ex-girlfriend that he's obviously not over he sort of stops and stares she doesn't completely ignore it she doesn't pretend she didn't see it no
1: but I was like she
0: confronts my him.
1: question after that scene is what what happened for the rest of the night did she manage to shake off the mood did she go to bed in a huff yeah that's the kind of detail I need to know
0: and so <laughs> on the um on the wedding day she wakes up oh my god this just <gasps> I know. she wakes up she's got ready and everything um he's not there he's he's playing football already what are you doing playing football on your wedding day mate Absolutely not.
1: I know, but she just wants, she's like, that's, you know, the football. Uh, Yeah, the football came first. The
0: football was there. Yeah, and it's also, it's such a clear indication, and it's such a female trait because of the way that we are socialised, of lowering, you lower your your baseline for what is acceptable and makes you happy. You lower it to the lowest possible point. Oh, no, it's fine that he's not prioritising our wedding. Oh, it's fine that he's, he's got a picture of his ex-girlfriend naked on the on the wall. No, it's, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. No, it's it's not fine. Why do we have to make it fine? So, yeah, she, then it turns out it's not... And it's
1: the 80s. What a message to women at that mm-hmm. time. What a huge message. I'm not saying, you know, the 80s wasn't, you know, the 50s or the 40s. Yeah, yeah. But what an incredible, the whole film is just an incredible message to Not lower your standards, at that time, I think.
0: You don't lower your standards for what is yeah. acceptable for you. And so it turns out he's not even been at football. He's been at his fucking exes. And I, this was one line that I thought, oh my God, this is amazing writing. It's such good, like, it's really gaslighty. He walks back in, finally. He's finally come back in. So humiliating. Everyone's like... Where's this guy that you're meant to be marrying? He comes back in. Yeah. She's like, Where have you been? And he said, Don't worry, I'm okay. Yes. He's like, Don't worry. She was so like, Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't worry, Mm-mm. I'm okay. I no. Saying, wow, this man
1: though. So good. So good.
0: And it, it's turned out he's been with his ex for the last four hours, but he holds the cards because he's a guy and women want men. Not for long, Anna. Only for a few hours more. Yeah, because he's like, "Do you still want to walk down the aisle with me?" And then you see her, like a ghost, walking down. The aisle. and it's that thing, isn't it? You feel like you're on this inexorable roller coaster that just. I guess I. I guess they have to. All the people are here, you know. There's there's yeah. dinner for seventy five waiting in the in the dining room. You can't.
1: My parents have flown in.
0: You can't possibly. That's why marriage is scary, man. Because, yeah, man.
1: Yeah. That's why we haven't done it, baby. Yeah.
0: Very <laughs> fine.
1: Ah. So, I mean, listen, I would I would love I think there's more.
0: She walks out at the end, like you said. She yeah, she she the- jilts him at the altar.
1: Despite what anyone might think, despite, you know, she doesn't know where she's going. Whatever. She gets out of there. She
0: gets out of there. She's She's got her self-worth and she goes.
1: I would have liked some of her women to go with her. Do you know that what was I mean? That an interesting Cause, bit
0: because there's one friend that is outside with her, Talk like when he doesn't yeah. show up.
1: He says, you're starting to act weird again. Yeah. Not that she ever knew her before, but yeah. But
0: that's, yeah, I was like, oh, I would have loved it if a couple of the other girls, I mean, the thing is, it probably was, I think it was filmed in France. So you can see they were like, we can't bring everybody over just get the mom and dad <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it would have been great to have her like her unit sort of being like you're better than yeah. this come on you can do it and yeah but she does in the end she instead
1: did. we got goldie we've got one shot so if you just keep walking for 5 minutes it was
0: great she's just walking away up That's the good. up the um the path away from the fancy oh, cops. french House, um, yeah. in her wedding so dress. Nice. And I was like, she doesn't have a mobile. She ain't got she no doesn't mobile. Doesn't even have a mobile.
1: She, go? she going? She she and she'll probably, if that film carried on, we and we saw chapter four, she'd probably make a mistake. And I really love that. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: She'd probably make a shitty mistake, and we'd say, yeah, you're real, babes, and you're, you're beautiful, and please be my mum.
0: Oh, also, guys, which is what I feel about Goldie,
1: French, and Jennifer Saunders too.
0: Is you can have it, you can have as many mums as you like. Um, I follow Thank Goldie you. Horn on Instagram. She Do you? is a pure joy. Yeah, she's fucking great crap. Is she funny? Yeah, she's just always dancing around her living room. and
1: Oh my god, I definitely should spend more time on Goldie Horn's Insta than Britney's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wasting my time.
0: Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Uh, Britney's
1: my go to. What's <laughs> What's going on?
0: She's burning down a gym. So,
1: you know. She's burning down a gym. Don't worry about yeah. it. Don't you worry. Oh, so you know. <laughs> Fine. I mean, I keep
0: abreast of things. <laughs> no, no. Sure.
1: So I guess we have to ask my sweet, sweet love. So legit. Private Benjamin. I haven't bloody asked yet. So
0: legit.
1: It is still legit. It's Straight up. Can I tell you my main takeaway from this Please. film? I fucking love a montage.
0: Oh, she loves a montage.
1: I would watch that whole film as a montage and just trust them to get it right. There's that montage where she's becoming from a crap soldier into a good soldier, yeah. which still surprises me that Captain Lewis doesn't like her for that because she likes good goodie. anyway. because that montage: Lewis feels I turned to John.
0: she doesn't want another.: Never one. mind,
1: never mind. A pee, 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 pee. I'm talking about the montage. <laughs> I turned to John and I was like, "Fuck me." I love a montage. Yeah, but that's
0: because I love a montage. But I always, I will look at a room that needs tidying and be like montage. And then when it takes longer than a montage, <laughs> I'm like, why the fuck am I still tidying up?
1: Yeah. I'll try and do a pull up. And yeah, I'll be like, it needs to be the clip.
0: Montage me. Why can't I montage? I need some Rocky montage. <laughs> oh, this I is guess. long. I imagine.
1: Yeah, I hate that life is not montageable. Yeah. Like, montage oh, my God,
0: that would be a great um, superpower if you could just be like, <gasps> montage.
1: Make this a montage. Yes.
0: I remember seeing... Oh, my God. ...Benjamin Button, and they're like... Uh, another Benjamin film. And there's like a montage of them decorating their flat. And I'm like, yeah. I want to decorate my flat in a montage. And get younger at
1: the same time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking hell. That guy's living my best life. I get with <laughs> Kate Blanchett, too.
1: I can't. I would love to know what my favorite montage is. I don't know. I'm not. All I can think of now is a Rocky one, and I, no, that's not it. It's too bleak. Private Benjamin's winning. So it's not only do I find it still legit, really cleverly done, better than some of the films, and more legit than some of the films that mm. are women-led, and I don't think anyone has called Private Benjamin a chick flick.
0: Yeah, that's really that's really something worth mentioning.
1: Chick flick. I really hate the but term do you anyway. think the
0: reason why it's not called a chick flick is just because it's in the army and people are like, yeah, Goldie Horn, woman, chick flick. Hang on a minute, it's the army and armies for lads.
1: I suppose there's still a lot of male presence. Well, there isn't what is classed as chick flicks. I don't know. Maybe it's not, yeah, maybe it's not because it's quote unquote girly. She is the only. I mean, the way she runs, I was like, this is not a good advert for the whole not running like a girl thing <laughs> or running oh, like yeah, a girl. Oh yeah, she does a
0: great little kind of like she's snappy wrist run. Comedy flail, she's yeah. Such, she's got great comedy timing. Because I wonder if, if instead of joining the army, she'd like joined the synchronised swimming team or like the Olympics gymnastic team, where you would have had the same kind. It would. Kind
1: it'd be called. A, it'd be called a chick flick. Mm. Of course it would. Yeah. Yeah. With all those women around her in a gymnast. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's because it's in a male skewed environment, yeah. but it's also a credit to Goldie Horn as well.
0: Yeah, and Nancy Myers and I mean Nancy Myers. What a ledge? Nancy Myers. What she done She's done um, the Parent Trap, What Women Want, Something's Got to Give. Yeah, she's done a lot. Father of the Bride. That's one for the list.
1: Oh my God! I'd actually really love to watch Franck. Franck. <laughs> Yeah, I'd love to watch Father's Right. But that brings me to, okay, so we're both going for Still Legit. Mm-hmm, big time. That brings me to next week.
0: Okay. Okay. Do you want to tell them what we're doing next week? Yeah. Next week, we will be being joined. Shall I say who it is? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be joined by um our friend, the actor, Kyle Smith-Bino, um, who's the star of uh, BBC One's ghosts many things Bass, Bass Flats. and also he's in Battle Axe um with us. He's in our improv
1: group um Battle Axe and he was also in my Nana's first show, Eggs. Yeah. Eggs?
0: Wow. <laughs> oh my god! Wow 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 he was in our
1: first wow. egg show is what I wanted to say. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fucking shit. Uh
0: yeah. So um Kyle will be joining us and we're going to be watching Coming to America the Eddie Murphy classic
1: yeah god yes. i i love doing this yeah this is great i know i know it makes a change from watching normal people do you know what i mean <laughs> we're going back <laughs> so yeah coming to america next week private benjamin please go and watch it let us know your thoughts because we can we can we could talk about it more i'd be happy to do many more goldie home ones and any thoughts on coming to america too
0: yeah and you can uh get in touch with us uh, via email is it still legit at gmail dot com or on uh, our instagram? legit podcast
1: and also bear in mind we do love to hear things that happen to you or you've experienced that you aren't sure the legitimacy of anymore let us talk about that so please get in touch with those too and don't forget to rate this podcast review this podcast subscribe to this podcast and do all the yeah, things that you are meant to do on podcasts
0: yeah do the things because for us guys otherwise
1: we won't make any more how do you feel about that <laughs> <laughs> do you think that was friendly enough do you think i've nailed that I think you really
0: nailed it i think everyone's gonna no one will disobey that
1: coming to America
0: oh shit Private Benjamin yeah (laughs) Uh, and on that theme song we're out of here thanks guys see you next week see you next week